Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Denny, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, Brian, traveler. Well, yeah. in my neck of well, the woods. I know I am. I'm I'm right down the road in Delaware uh, at my my mother-in-law's house. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a busy time of year. Uh bouncing all over the place visiting family before we head back overseas to where we spend most of the year. Uh, but it's so much fun getting to to reconnect with my roots here in the states, see family, friends. And I look to get away from. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't let Tara hear you say that. No, 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 no. I'm just. Denny's kidding. daughter is a, a team member of ours at Spark Rental. So anyway, Denny, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about the math to millions and what it takes to become a millionaire in ten years. And if you're looking up and being like, "Oh, really?" I've heard this before. It can happen. And um, quickly, we're going to show you a few ways that it can happen. So, Brian, tell us, let's start off with average asset returns and how they work. Can you start us out on that? Absolutely. So this is one of those things, you know, building wealth, becoming a millionaire. It's simple, but it's not easy, right? I mean, it, the, the math here is really simple. The, the numbers, uh, you know, what you have to do, it's all simple, but the actual saving and setting aside money every month and investing every month, that uh, takes discipline, right? So simple, but not easy. So there are two factors that impact how quickly you can build wealth. One is how much you invest every month. And the other is the average rate of return, the return on investment that you earn on your investments. So you can boost the amount that you invest every month by growing your savings rate, right? The percentage of your income that you put towards savings and investments. And as for your return, that depends on your skill as an investor and what you invest in. So let's talk a little bit here about the different average returns on different assets. Average return on bonds over the last 100 years or so, at least in the US, is around 5%. The exact number is around 5.3%. Uh, but of course, it depends on the type of bond. Treasury bonds pay very little on average. Junk bonds pay a lot, but they come with a lot of risk. So you know we're obviously generalizing here. But Average return on bonds, a little over 5%. Average return on stocks, at least if we're looking at the S&P 500, is a little over 10% going back to its inception in 1926. Now, if you look at different regions around the world, that number is usually a little lower. If you look at different types of stocks, uh, it can be lower, but we're just going to keep things simple. So we're going to call it 10% average return on stocks. Average return on residential rental properties, that is a little less clear, right? There's not like one simple <laughs> stock index that we can track for that. Uh, but you're looking at, you know, Denny and I have been in this industry for 60 years between the two of us. Uh, we can tell you firsthand that you're looking at between 6 and 12% total average annual returns. You know, that includes both cash flow and it, return, it includes appreciation for the property. So I do want to intercede though. There is a, there's a work part with that that comes oh, yeah. into those returns too. So you're you're putting some 
you know, strength and time. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's a great point. Like <laughs> what we're talking about here is just the financial returns. Uh, but there's more than just a financial investment in residential rental properties. There's also a labor investment and not just a labor investment to buy and manage properties, but also it takes work to learn the skills and knowledge that you need to be able to do it in the first place. So you need to put in tens or hundreds of hours worth of work just to learn what to do before you ever buy your mm -hmm. first property. So that, that's a great point, Denny. Thank you for, <laughs> for throwing that in there. And then the average return on private equity real estate investments, you know, so passive real estate investments, real estate syndications, private equity real estate funds, you're looking at 15 to 25% on average, sometimes 30%, sometimes a lot more. And it's, of course, sometimes less. I mean, they, they come with risk. They can lose money too. Uh, but average return on these is in the high teens, low 20s range uh, for people who know what they're doing. Now, if we're going to look at how much you need to invest every single month, if you want to reach a million dollar net worth within 10 years, here are the numbers for that based on the returns that you're earning. So if you are earning an 8% average annual return, you need to invest around $5,700 a month to reach a million dollars in 10 years. If you're earning a 10% average return on your investments, you need to invest around $5,150 a month. If you are earning 12% average returns, you need to invest around $4,700 a month to become a millionaire in 10 years. And if you are earning an average of 14% annual returns, you need to invest around $4,250 a month Again, to hit that seven-figure net worth to join the Two Comma Club uh, within 10 years. So not trivial amounts, but also not like shocking amounts either, right? right. Like this is These are not amounts that are way beyond what any of us can conceive of, right? So not trivial amounts, not easy, uh, you know, depending on how much you earn, of course, uh, but also not like inconceivable sums here. So Denny... You know what? I just want to, you know, a lot of people are very young and, you know, as long as you're doing something. So maybe it's not the $5,700 a month, but as, as long as you're doing something to get towards that air, that, you know, goal, it's, it's still getting there. And the more you do, you'll see the more you'll be able to do. Yeah. Just get started. Right. You, you don't need to, to have it all figured out right off the bat. And learn how to invest for higher returns, right? Yes. You know, bringing this back full circle to how we started, the higher return you can earn on your money, the less you need to invest every month. So learn how to invest in passive real estate investments, you know, in real estate syndications. This is exactly what we do in our investment club every month. We all get together and we, we talk about a bunch of deals. We pick one and we, each person can invest small amounts in it. So, and there's a, there's other ways to learn this too. You don't have to join our investment club. Uh, you know, you can go take courses, you can, you know, go to, to seminars and, and weekend retreats and all that stuff, but learn how passive real estate investing works. It does not take nearly as much skill or knowledge as active real estate investing as going out there and buying properties yourself. Passive real estate investing, way easier. And as far as I'm concerned, higher returns. So Denny, let's talk about other ways that people can accelerate on this path to, to building wealth? You know, how can people get there faster? One is you are going to grow your savings rate. Yep. So the, yeah, the more you're putting away in better places, the bigger 
your returns are. Find the gap, as they say. Grow that gap yeah. between what you spend and what you earn. And Brian, tell us about infinite returns. You explain that better than I do. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a fun concept in real estate. The idea behind infinite returns is you invest a certain amount of money in a property or in a, a passive real estate investment. And then after a certain amount of time, you get your initial investment capital back, but you keep your investment in that property. So the classic example is you buy a fixer upper rental property, you, you renovate it, you rent it out, and you refinance it. And when you refinance, you pull out all of your initial down payment and closing costs. So all the initial money you put into that, you pull it back out of the property when you refinance. So you have $0 invested in that property now, but you keep that property, right? So you still own the property. You're still earning cash flow on it. It keeps appreciating in value every year, but you can take that money that you had invested in it and you can turn around and invest it in other places. And you can keep doing that same cycle over and over and over and over again, right? You can also do this with passive real estate investments. So you invest in a real estate syndication deal and sponsor renovates it. They raise the rents and then they refinance it. And you get your initial investment back, but you keep your ownership percentage in that big apartment complex or whatever type of property it is. So you can keep reinvesting the same investment capital over and over and over again. It can keep working for you. And every time you reinvest it, you add another property to your portfolio or another real estate syndication deal in your portfolio. So it's a, it's a great way to put the same money to work many, many, many different times. And there's no limit to the return you can earn on that investment capital because you can keep reinvesting it repeatedly. So uh, we'll we'll put a link to an article explaining yes. that uh, in the show notes, in the comments here. Um, that blew my mind um, with the passive real estate. I mean, I've seen it with hands-on real estate investing, yeah. but the way it worked with the passive, that blows my mind. And oh, it's it, so much fun. It, yeah, it's <laughs> unbelievable actually. So let's talk about... Uh, getting rid of the tax bill. Well, right, because <laughs> the the less money that you have to pay Uncle Sam, the less money that you lose to Uncle Sam, the more you get to keep for yourself and, and invest, right? So that money can then go, instead of putting it towards taxes, it can go towards your monthly investments. Now, one easy way to do this is to max out your tax-advantaged accounts, right? Your IRA, your 401k, that's an easy way to do it. Uh, I personally spend most of the year overseas. So I get to take advantage of the foreign earned income exclusion. So the first, mm -hmm. it's around $115,000 uh, that I earn is tax-free. Same goes for my wife. So that doubles it to 230 for us. Uh, and that, that exact number changes every year, but it's around there. Uh, you can also do what's called a lazy 1031 exchange with passive real estate investments, with real estate syndications, where in the initial year that you invest, you get a huge tax write-off for depreciation because you get all this accelerated depreciation with real estate syndications, um, which is a whole nother story. But so the exact reasoning behind it is beyond the scope of this episode. But you get a big tax write-off in the first couple years of, that you own a real estate syndication. And over time, that, that gradually disappears. But when you get a deal that pays you back, right? The, the property sells, you get your big profit payout. In that same year, just go out and invest in a new real estate syndication and the the tax write-off you get for that new syndication, that accelerated depreciation write-off you get for the new investment wipes out all the taxes you owe, at least on, you know, maybe, hopefully, hopefully it will wipe out all the taxes that you owe on the profits from the last one. So you don't have to worry about going through the, the full 1031 exchange 
with the the custodian or the, oh my uh, god yeah the qi right the qualified intermediary yeah and the time restrictions on that you know you have the 45 day rule and 185 or 180 day rule and you have, there's all these you know government boxes you have to tick to actually do a 1031 exchange so that's why they call this a lazy 1031 exchange right so you make a passive real estate investment a few years later it sells and it pays you out you get your profits all you have to do is just invest in a new real estate syndication within that same year and you can keep paying it forward without having to jump through all the normal hoops of a 1031 exchange so it's a fun easy way to, to do it uh you know without all the, the you know the, the government crossing of t's and dotting of i's right and how about um higher yield accounts can you talk a little bit about like ground floor which you know some people may have heard of concrete yeah like so real estate investors ask us all the time you know where do you park your money when you're waiting for a deal to come along right because real estate investing you don't always know when a deal is going to come along that you like so you can have a lot of money just sitting around collecting dust right in like a checking account a savings account so what i do is i put that money in a higher yield uh account so i like concrete for this and that's spelled R-E-I-T, right? Like REIT, like Real Estate Investment Trust. So concrete. So it's it's clever in quotation marks. Uh, <laughs> but right now they're paying 6.5% interest and you can pull your money out at any time. That being said, it does take between one to four weeks to actually get your money back into your checking account. So you'd have to be a little thoughtful of timing there. It's not instantaneous the way that a savings account is. Uh, another option is ground floor notes. So they offer a one month note, at least I'm not sure if they're offering for everybody or just old stairs customers, uh, but they do have a three month note as well. Their three month note is paying 7.25% right now. And they have a, a one year note and a two year note, but uh, that three month note is a good place to just park cash. If you know, you're not going to need it for a couple months um, just to earn a, a decent return on it. I mean, 7.25% is nothing to sneer at, right? I mean, it's not what we're aiming for here, becoming a millionaire in 10 years, um, but it's a great place to just stash some cash for a couple months if you know you won't need it for three months uh, and still earn a, a respectable return on it. Uh, and of course, diversify, right? I mean, spread your money in stocks, in real estate, maybe in bonds if you feel the need. I I don't. I mean, I, I have real, various real estate investments fill that niche in my personal portfolio. Not saying that's for everybody, but spread your money far and wide. I mean, I've got money in dozens of different real estate syndications. I've got my money in a bunch of different crowdfunding platforms. I've got a lot of money in just stock index funds, right? So tracking things like the Russell 2000 or the S&P 500. That's important too. I mean, because especially if you're worried, you know, is the real estate market in this sec sector going to tank? Well, then maybe you have something over here that's doing well and, and sure. so forth and so on. So I think that's very, very important. Oh, yeah. As a rule. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I've got a little bit of money in um, Streetwise, which is a it's a private REIT that owns some office real estate. And it has not done well <laughs> over the last year or two, right? Uh, you know, in the wake of the pandemic. Uh, but it makes up a very small percentage of my portfolio. And I'm, I still am glad that I have a little bit of money in office space real estate. I'm glad it's not a lot of money, but <laughs> you know, I mean, that that's why I have a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there, uh, multifamily, mobile home parks, uh, you know, real estate secured debt. Um, 
you know, I, I actually think now is a great time to have money in real estate secured debts. I mean, they're, they're paying high interest, um, but, you know, properties have held their value pretty well in, in most markets around the country, despite the high interest rates. And, you know, they, they've been paying well. So, and it's been a relatively safe and steady uh, source of passive income for me. Um, private notes. I mean, I've, I've got a, a couple that I've lent money to for, I don't know, five years now, and they've been paying me 10% interest like clockwork. So spread your money far and wide, you know, diffuse your, your risk. Um, and like you said, Denny, you know, maybe the, the tech sector of the stock market crashes this month. Maybe it's office space, you know, commercial office space that crashes. Uh, you still have money in so many other buckets. Other. And you know what's nice? And I'm just, you know, uh, our, our real estate club, I've learned like about different like self-storage and um, oh, yeah, industrial. A, a business that we Yeah, I mean, we we've, were... we've got a, a steel tank manufacturing company that, that we've invested in. And it's in. interesting to me to learn just about, you know, not only about the risk, but about how they run and just, yeah, I, diversity diversification is definitely a passion. Absolutely. So we we have an entire table showing exactly how much you would have to invest each month at different interest or different rates of return. Uh, we will link to that. It's an article called Five Steps to Become a Millionaire in Five Years or Less. Uh, and we also have, we'll link to the article on infinite returns. We will link to concrete and ground floor that we mentioned here. And we'll also link to our co-investing club if you're interested in investing passively with small amounts of money every month in as part of a larger investment club where we vet different deals together every month. So Denny, what did, what did we miss? Uh, anything else that you want to uh, tie into this conversation before we call it complete? Um, keep your emotions out of it. Right. <laughs> Don't panic sell. Don't listen to the news or whoever is saying, you know, the real estate market's going to crash or this bond or this, or this, not bonds, this stock is done and whatever, this company's gone up. I, I just think that if, if you're spread well and you're diversified, you should be okay. And you don't want to act out of emotion. Absolutely. Don't panic sell and don't greed buy. Dollar cost average just every week or every month, just keep plowing money into the market, whether that's stock market, real estate market, preferably all of the above. On that note, guys, please rate review the show if you enjoy these conversations and we will catch you next week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side.